Medical doctors with a holistic approach, Satya Health's passion is to empower everyone to heal from within. Join Dr. Sunny and Shai weekly to turn your life around. The quality of our food truly depends on the quality of the soil. We cannot achieve optimal health without a thriving soil ecosystem. Hi there, we're Dr. Sunny and Shai. Thank you for tuning in. Today we dig deep into the topic of soil as part of our inflammation series. So first and foremost, we're going to talk about why quality of soil matters. So the soil, in essence, is um, a reflection of you as your microbiome in particular. That's where a lot of the new health and wellness science is going, is understanding what this whole microbiome, this whole ecosystem is in our gut that regulates pretty much every part of our body in different ways. And the direct correlation of the microbiome in our gut is the soil that we eat. And it is incredibly important to have a diverse and well-functioning microbiome in your gut that is being fed by a diverse and well-functioning soil from your food. So what's happened to our modern day agriculture system that's not allowing us to have this biodiversity from the soil? It's essentially the advent of uh, petroleum-based chemicals that will have been designed to either um, kill pests or kill er uh, herbs or fungi that um, are creating a complete disruption of soil nutrients um, soil diversity in terms of the microbiome diversity and leading to some of the most potent illnesses of our time including cancer um, heart disease autoimmunity and many more this is actually a well-recognized fact even the central health authorities which tend to be very conservative recognize things like glyphosate which is an herbicide as a uh, grade one carcinogen meaning it's very very probable that this is causing cancer and so you know we we have to we have to get the message out that this is it's unacceptable now to be for people to be consuming chemicals like these so even for people who don't necessarily have a diagnosed disease understand that exposing yourself to these herbicides pesticides fungicides in your food is causing chronic underlying inflammation yeah the the root of it is really it, it just creates inflammation and um, where it starts is the gut. The gut is the storehouse. 70% of your immune system is actually in the gut. It's not always talked about, but 70% of it is in the gut. And when you are putting chemicals that are designed to destroy diversity or life uh, of the microbiome in particular, you are allowing for a massive um, infl inflammation in your whole body because 70% of your immune system is again in your gut. It's really important to understand that connection. So because of the use of these uh, chemicals in our food development, you know, we are now facing soil nutrient depletion. What is the biggest nutrients that, you know, we're finding that people are now lacking because of this? So some of the obvious ones, um, magnesium, it tends to be pretty big. Magnesium is part of almost every biochemical reaction in the human body. And we are, we are all grossly deficient as a society. 
So magnesium is something that, you know, if, if you're having any neurological stuff going on, if your heart's palpitating and running away, if you're constipated all the time, if you're having trouble sleeping, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's a slim, Headaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is a magnesium deficiency until proven otherwise. And, um, you know, the other one that a lot of people aren't talking about, but is extremely important is something called humic and fulvic acid. These are a, a byproduct of the fungi that break down the foliage and allow for recycling and repletion of, of the soil. And because of, you know, the disruption by these industrial chemicals, we no longer get these very, very important nutrients called humic and fulvic acid. When, they get, when we get humic and fulvic acid into our body, our cells actually are able to open up. And open up means they can bring nutrition into the cell and take toxins out of the cell. Humic and fulvic acid are essentially the greatest electrolyte ever discovered. And, you know, when we talk about uh, an electrolyte, that's essentially the function of it is to allow for things to get inside the cells and also allow for things like toxins to exit. So if there's something that we would recommend supplementing or looking into, humic and fulvic acid are a great place to start um, in repleting your body's nutrient demands. Definitely. And, you know, we've definitely found a significant improvement in our own just everyday well-being by supplementing with humic and fulvic acid. Um, This is just a natural way for us to allow the body to clean itself and allow for proper nutrient assimilation into the cells itself. So what is something that, you know, we can do to mitigate these risks of herbicide pesticide exposure? You know, a simple thing is eating more organic. Yeah, so, you know, the reason that these agents are sprayed, um, they kill these, it's important to understand that these pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, they kill almost everything. What you have to do is genetically modify your food by putting genes from other organisms into your vegetables or your produce and um, create resistance to these chemicals. Now, it sounds deranged, but this is actually what's happening on a mass scale. You know, it's kind of a crazy science experiment from the future. But, you know, we've been doing this for a long time now, genetically modifying our crops. And those are the ones that are, uh, they are resistant to dying from chemicals, but they are heavily, heavily sprayed Mm -hmm. on top of the skin of any type of um, crop that you're getting that's genetically modified. So what you want to try to do is eat as organically as possible for sure. Now, if you have limited availability of things like this, which many places do, um, then you know there are techniques that you can use to clean the skin of a genetically modified food that's sprayed with a lot of chemicals. You want to describe that a bit? Yes, and you know this isn't a hundred percent effective way, but it does definitely help. And something we do recommend for everyone to do is cleaning your produce uh, with vinegar. So it's pretty simple. You just, you know, in a large bowl, you add one part white distilled vinegar with four parts of filtered water. And you can just kind of let this uh, produce sit in there for about 10 to 15 minutes. And this is definitely something we would recommend everyone start doing. It's a good mitigation strategy. I mean, it's like you said, it's not 100%, but it has been studied and it's somewhere around 60 to 70% of the um, pesticides, herbicides will come off. 
So, you know, it's, it's a good start. Definitely eating organically is the best way. Now you have to be also aware when you're eating organically that if it's coming from um, out of the country or it's crossing provincial lines, there's different rules. And sometimes the rules are if it's crossing the lines, provincial lines in particular, uh, it can be sprayed again to preserve it. So it's important to, to know that even organic produce, sometimes if it's coming from far away, is important to clean in a very similar manner. There's a really simple way of knowing which foods we uh, should always try to eat organic as possible, and it's called the Dirty Dozen List. And it's a list of 12 fruits and vegetables that are heavily, heavily sprayed. And these are the ones we definitely recommend eating more organic. Um, there are usually things like berries, strawberries, blueberries are always on top spinach the leafy greens a lot of these are very heavily sprayed and then there's a clean 15 list and this is the list of the produce that's the least sprayed um, generally anything that has a skin on it if you're going to eat it if you're going to eat the skin make sure try to eat organic if it's not organic we recommend peeling the skin and you know these are just simple things that you can start doing to mitigate some of the risks and you know one thing that we definitely have to talk about is where is our food coming from and you know this is really really important is starting to eat as local as possible without really having to transport food from you know other countries um, even other provinces so you know fruits and vegetables that are picked before they're ripe then they're stored in a warehouse then they're shipped thousands of miles, do not taste anything like what's grown locally. And they lose vital nutrients in the process of being transported. The nutrient loss can be significantly high. You know, there have been studies done and um, one study showed that spinach stored at room temperature loses between 50 to 90% of its vitamin C within 24 hours of being picked. So, you know, oftentimes we're eating food and it's really lacking a lot of nutrients that we think we're consuming. So eating as local as possible, you know, we used to live in California and we were fortunate to have abundant options of produce that were local. But I remember during the winter, the bell pepper originated from New Zealand. And, you know, not only does this have significant nutrient loss during transportation, but also we have to consider the environmental impacts of transportation from across the world. So start looking at where the food is coming from and try to keep it as local as possible. Even, you know, uh, within Canada is a good start. And I think what you basically mentioned is seasonal also. It's yes. extremely important. And it really has to do with the dynamics of how nutrients are made and why they're made. You know, the sun at very specific angles in the year will target very specific plants, very specific nutrients. And when we eat seasonally, we are actually gaining the most pos possible potential of solar energy that's in these plants, which translates into micronutrients. So seasonal is a very good choice in many ways. And you'll find that when you start choosing more seasonally and you start choosing also more locally, that your body stays much more regulated and you know your sleep-wake cycles are a lot better your mood tends to be a lot more stable. It's a lot of energy balance that we gain when we're just eating um, more closely to what the sun is providing. 
Exactly. So, you know, something simple to remember is that during the summer months,、uh, a lot of the energy of the, the fruit or vegetable is above the soil because that's where the sun is. So, you know, that's when we get a lot of these berries, we get a lot of the leafy greens because it's all above soil. And then once you know, the temperature starts cooling down and there's less sun exposure, most of the energy of the fruit or vegetable goes below the soil. So, eating more root vegetables, that's where you're gaining most of the energy you know, from those types of foods. Yes, pumpkin soup. <laughs> so clutch. Yes, right now it's definitely all about roots,、uh, the root vegetable season. So, definitely start consuming a lot of those different squashes. Yeah, so you know, the bottom line comes down to here is、um, be mindful of your soil. Be mindful of your soil because it is directly affecting the microbiome in your gut. And your microbiome is connected to literally every single process, whether that be your hormones, your neurotransmitters, your mood,、um, your vascular system, and your immune system in particular is exquisitely interconnected with the microbiome. So, really important to understand this. And then the other point that we made of soil nutrient depletions this is one of the major causes of why people are no longer resilient to infections, resilient to chronic illness. It's because we just don't have reserve that should be coming from the soil. So, be mindful of what some of these nutrients can be. We mentioned magnesium, and we really would like people to start thinking about humic and fulvic acid. We do have a good source for this if you're ever looking for、um, sources, but this is one to keep out on your list because it does so many things for the body when you get your humic and fulvic acid up. I think that's soil. That's soil. And so, next week,、uh, we are going to. Look into a whole different、uh, understanding of what can cause inflammation. We're going to talk about EMF exposure. Oh boy. <laughs> We're either going to lose some people or gain some people in the next one.、Uh, it's a very hot topic, so definitely tune in next week. and Get thank- your aluminum tinfoil hat ready. <laughs> I'll have mine on. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for joining us today. We're Dr. Sunny and Shai. If you ever want to connect with us, find us on Instagram at Satya Health.、Um, that's S A T Y A Health. And you can always message us if you have any questions. We're super responsive most of the time. And、uh, we are always willing to help where we can. So, hope you guys have a beautiful week and talk to you next week. Connect and learn more ways to stay healthy from a holistic lens with Dr. Sunny and Shai on Instagram at Satya Health.